something else has got to sometimes take priority other than work. Because as a business owner, you just get entrenched and you get obsessed and you always want to do better and you forget some of the stuff that is going to be there one day after business. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers and leaders. We're proud to present Courageous Conversations, a podcast series focusing on the tough decisions people have made to put themselves on a pathway to success. This episode is brought to you by Connect Now, who makes the business of moving easier for both you and your clients. For more information, visit connectnow.com.au. Please welcome your host, Leanne Pilkington. Hey everyone, Leanne Pilkington here for the latest Courageous Conversation and with me I've got my very good friend Virginia. How are you Virginia? I'm very well, thank you Leanne, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm awesome. Now everybody is going to know Virginia Brooks from her wonderful recruitment business, Resolver Recruitment. Now you in, we were going out for dinner in... I called the dinner actually, I called the dinner. You called the dinner, all the girls got together responding as we do and um and you made an, and you made an announcement that you were actually going to take the family away for an extended period of time in your camper van or whatever you caravan yeah. your caravan in your caravan um talk me through what happened it was the start of the first lockdown so yeah. um it was april 2020 we we're in lockdown this was my birthday i remember that um so it was april 2020 we we're in lockdown um and obviously the real estate market had just really bounced back kind of the October 2019, September 2019, everything started bouncing back. And, and we'd had um, a really hard year. 2019 was a really tough year for most real estate agents. It right? was a really tough year. And then it got to kind of August, September, and things just started to really take off again. And so we're obviously reactive to the real estate business because the real estate industry, because that's what we recruit for. Um and so we'd had just as hard a time as everybody else. So 2019, the market came back and we were having great months, November, December, January, February, March, which is unheard of to have great months, December and January. Um, and then COVID hit and our tap got turned off 95% overnight. And I, you know, I'd come off having the two kids and I'd, I'd, I'd spoken very publicly before about postnatal depression, which I'd been diagnosed with. And so I just felt life was getting good again and getting back to normal. And then COVID hit. And I think as a business owner, well, anybody, everyone was grappling to work out what this meant for life and what it meant for our businesses, what it meant for jobs. So I think by the time March hit, I was, I was already tired. And then COVID grappling with your team, trying to make sure you hold on to your team, trying to make sure your business survives. We went on JobKeeper like plenty of other businesses did. So it got to about the June and I remember saying to um, my business coach at the time, I'm shattered. I'm just shattered. And I've got a dream one day that I would love to take off in the van and go around Australia with kids and Chris. And, and he went, well, go now. And I said, I can't go now. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Well, now is the time to go, right? Because business is not operating as normal. It's going to be some time before we do it. We're we're normal again. Go now. And so I think with 30 days to spare, which is when I called the girls, you know, went, hey, listen, I think think I've got to do this. I'm tired. And I just realised that work was my priority and not myself or my family and something needed to change. So, yeah, come, I think it was about the 28th of June 2020, we jumped in our caravan and knew that we were maybe going for three to six months and we're just going to wait and see what happened. But we just, I didn't want to ride the pandemic out in Sydney 
and I just knew that I needed to get away and kind of work out what it was I wanted to do with the next stage of my life because I wasn't even sure whether I wanted to keep the business at that stage. Which is what happens when you get when you just get so overwhelmed, right? You just yeah, like, totally you can't see you can't see the future. So no. tell me about the trip. What were the highlights of the trip for you? Everything was the highlight of the trip. It took me a little bit to wind down, to be honest. It was a very strange feeling not to be on every day. Yeah. So it took me quite a while to wind down. Um, but then I just learned to live in the moment. And the biggest decision I had to make was where I was going to spend the next two or three days and where we were heading and um, lots of outside space and good talks with the kids and good talks with my husband as well. You know, we'd always toyed about maybe moving out of Sydney and getting acreage. It was something we always wanted to do. So we just we just started talking and working out what we wanted because we're just so used to putting one foot in front of the other all yep. the time and being busy catching up with people. and. Self-care was very, very low on the priority list. Yep. So it was just good to get away and just see things differently with a clear head because you so often go away knowing what you've got to do in a week's time again. So to go away and just be able to be present yep. was a gift. Amazing. Um, and so you actually did something about that dream to buy acreage, didn't you, while you, did. while you were still away? In the middle of Kakadu. So in the middle of Kakadu, my mum says to me, I've seen this property on Facebook. It's your dream property. I said, you've got to be kidding. I'm in the middle of Kakadu. Anyway, so my whole family got involved and it was two and a half acres on the central coast of Queenslander and it was exactly what we wanted. So in the middle of Kakadu, we were doing walkthroughs, this house, um, looking through on Facebook Messenger and we had very limited reception in Kakadu and uh, we ended up exchanging when we're in Litchfield National Park on one bar of reception, we literally managed to get online and we exchanged on this property. So then that obviously expediated our plans to come home because then we needed to come home and sell our house on the Northern Beaches. And and you yeah. had to do a bit, of, a bit of a reno before you sold it, right? Bit of a reno, in and out in two weeks, quick reno, then on the market. And yeah, it was, it was a crazy period. Thank God we'd had that time away that we had the headspace to be able to deal with it. But coming back from nearly four months in the caravan to then moving back into the caravan for two weeks at the caravan park while they redid our house, to emptying a house, to then getting it styled, it, and it, it was exhausting. But I was glad we'd had that break. But, yeah, life just changed at a rapid pace. Mm, massively. So you've moved into your dream home. I know you're sort of partway through a reno up there as well. The one. <laughs> Again. <laughs> um, and so... You were just saying that you kind of, you know, a week or so ago, you're just thinking, man, I'm up to here again. Yeah. No no brain space. No, okay. Yeah. So talk me through that. Well, who would have thought we'd be back in this same position, right? And now again today they've released this next variant that's maybe coming out of South Africa. Um, I just realised, you know, I was very lucky. We were in two and a half acres. So I had plenty of space this time to move around. I didn't have a small backyard. Um, but we were just saying before, it is so easy. And I promised myself when I came back that I was never going to let work totally take over my life again. But then during the pandemic, it was so easy again to work seven days a week because you had nothing else to do. You'd gone to your walk, you'd gone to the shops, you'd done what you needed to do. Um, the kids were bored as well because they um, they couldn't go out and do anything. So they were spending a lot of time on devices when we weren't out doing our exercise. 
But it was very easy to fall back into that seven days a week on the phone, on the email, nothing to do, just quickly pick up the um, pick up the computer and do some work. And so it got to the stage again the week before last. I just thought, oh my god, I'm falling back into this exact same pattern. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling exhausted. And so I just said to my team, look, I'm really sorry, but I am going offline for three days. And those three days, I checked email a little bit. I didn't do a huge amount, but I checked a little bit. As a business owner, you never fully off, right? So I did a little bit and I just had those three days and it just made me realise that you need to have those three days to regroup. Yeah, we're all really guilty of not setting the right level of boundaries between um, work and personal and, you know, just having that, comp- that, that time to have those conversations yeah. Um, with your family and your and your partner, you can't necessarily just do it over breakfast or whilst you're having dinner. It just needs no. um, a clearer headspace. It's not just the time. Self care for you, you need to too, have clear, right? Yeah. Self care for you, which means just going out and taking a walk without your mobile, or just turning your mobile off for a couple of hours. Yeah, I know it's a very strange concept, isn't it? Um, but it makes you real. I knew I was getting to the stage that I was feeling flustered again because when my phone kept ringing, I was just getting aggravated yeah and I thought no we're almost back to where we were at square one and I never want to feel like that again where I am just so burnt out I need to run away um having said that I'm probably going to spend some time working on the road next year because this COVID has really made me realize that we can be connected from anywhere and so next year we will definitely do a couple of months if they let us into WA that's all we want to do yeah um and work remotely for a couple of months in WA I've just I keep realising that I keep putting things off that I want to do because work's good or the team needs me or the market's great or whereas I've got this little window of time where my children are little and my daughter will be 11, Stella will be 11 next year, Ashton will be seven and give it a few years and they're not going to want to hang out with me. They're not going to want to do things with me no. on a regular and they're basis. Not, they're also not going to be away, be able to be away from school for a couple of months either whereas totally. at this age it's not it's not so bad. Well, year five, we're going to next year. So we've got that window then before the year before high school. So, yeah. and I think that's where you've just got to learn sometimes that something else has got to sometimes take priority other than work. Because as a business owner, you just get entrenched and you get obsessed and you always want to do better and you forget some of the stuff that is going to be there one day after business. Yeah, yeah. I had this very same conversation with some friends over the weekend. Um, you've got to stop putting off the things that you want to do. This friend of mine, we were talking about overseas trips and he'd been not willing to travel for all kinds of reasons, not COVID related, but even prior to that. But he yeah. said on the weekend, you know what, I've just realised I've got to start saying yes. 100%. You've got to say yes to opportunities that, well, I think you grow as a person as well when you go and do other things that aren't just work related. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got to say yes. You know, I had another girlfriend last week diagnosed with breast cancer who um, is my age and I knew another girlfriend last year diagnosed with the same thing and you just think you spend your whole life waiting to get to 60, 65, 70 to go and think, do the things you want to do and you've you've got to do some other stuff as well that makes you happy rather than waiting for this golden 70 to go and live your life. Yeah, I was going to say, don't say 60. I'm 60 next year, love. Yeah, I know. I thought that when I said it. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, but you've got a pretty good life when you I can. Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My problem is not saying yes. My problem is learning to say saying no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As my diary for next year can attest. But anyway, well, 
always awesome to catch up with you. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your story. And I will um, maybe um, when you get overwhelmed next year, I might just point you back to this episode and say, love you too. Probably time. Probably time for you to have a watch of this again. Just I know. (laughs) Well, hopefully we don't get put into these lockdowns again, right? Like that was horrible and, you know, look, things like that happen and hopefully we won't be put in that position where we're home for four months where we can just log on every single day and do nothing but work. Hopefully we won't be in that position again. Actually, before I let you go, I wanted to talk to you quickly about property managers. Um, How are you seeing the market out there with property managers at the moment? Uh, It's tough. We have lost so many again with this lockdown. Um, Tough. People really need to start training from out of the industry. And we've said this for years and there is more and more of it happening now. I've noticed quite a lot of it. We've done some placements. Quite a few of people coming into the industry um, from other industries. I worry now that we've missed the boat with some of them because a lot of people have missed the boat because now hospitality is coming back, tourism is coming back. So I'm worried that we've sometimes missed the boat with it. But I think we've just always got to be open to people wanting to join the industry that have got really good attributes that can make a, a difference to the industry. Yeah. You know, people are tired. Now, I had a conversation with someone the other day who was thinking about maybe turning over their property management team because they'd all become negative. And when I said to them, when's the last time they had a holiday? Well, like all of us at the beginning of COVID. And I said, well, they haven't had a break. They've worked harder than so many people and you're telling me they've got a bad attitude. They probably do because they're probably tired. But, uh, I mean, you know, as somebody um, says to me regularly, the fish rod rots from the head. So if they've got a bad attitude, what's the leader's attitude like? And obviously well, I, I don't know who you're talking yeah. about, but um, I I did a session um, with um, Harriet, our, um, our head of growth, with one of our officers that had gone through a, a turbulent time and everybody everybody's thinking was all below the line. So they were blaming other people. They were making excuses. They were in denial. And we did this really big session with them about what they wanted next year to look like, what they wanted their values to be, how everybody needed to move the conversation from below the line to above the line, which is ownership, acceptance and responsibility. Um, And it was quite powerful the way that people recognised their behavior, the impact their own behaviour and their own commentary had had, everybody had been dragged below the line. So it was a really, really powerful session. And I would yeah. recommend anyone who's seeing that trouble with their staff or their team to have a look at those above the line and, and below the line conversations. Happy to help you, happy to you know reach out, reach out if you want to have a conversation on it, but it was incredibly powerful. But as a leader, you've got to take some ownership, right? You do, and I think you need to give your property managers a break too. Like these guys have been on constantly now through two lockdowns. Yeah. And if, if you're in lockdown, guess what? You're home all the time. Guess what happens when you're at home? You need things that need fixing, things break. And I just said to these guys, how about giving them a couple of long weekends between now and Christmas? How about giving team A an extra week at the start of the break and team B an extra week at the end? Like let these people refresh and let them know that you really appreciate and value what they've done for you 100 percent. they've kept on to you they've kept hold of your biggest asset yeah so look after them so you know there's a lot of principles out there that really do look after their property managers there's a lot that it's very different to what it was 10 years ago but i think you know you need to look after the ones that you've got and keep training them as well because stuff's changing so quickly that even if they're a great property manager they need to stay on top of 
the industry. So yeah, property managers I feel for at the moment. I hear you, if you're listening, I hear you. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough and it's only gonna get tougher unless people start recruiting juniors. Like there's a whole heap of people leaving school now, grab them, grab them. It's a great industry, grab them and train them, make them rookies. And REI, oh, I know the, um, there's a lot of government funding at the moment yeah, for yeah, trainees. Absolutely. There's traineeships, um, so reach out to the REI. Um, yeah. you've, got, you've got to do it before the end of March, so there's still plenty of time. And I think it's a decent whack too, like up to 25, 26 grand plus training. And, you know, so there's some awesome incentives for people out there to bring fresh starters in and, you know, let's give the industry some good life again. New yeah. life, new blood. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> All right, lovely. Well, I will look forward to seeing you uh, for lunch and dinner this week. I know. Absolutely. Busy, Yes, we um, are busy. <laughs> have a wonderful uh, rest of your day and I'll look forward to seeing you soon. You too. Thank you for having me. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Courageous Conversations with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agency's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.